Do you wonder about past lives? Have you ever thought about where your soul has been? Where it's going? Or what lessons and memories have been gathered along the way? In this podcast, we will discuss past life memories, psychic phenomena, energy healing, and other metaphysical topics with experts and the average person to find out how we can heal through these experiences. So I invite you to join me on my journey. Welcome to the Regression Session. your tits yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> seriously welcome back to the regression session my name is ian and welcome to the regression session to any new people thanks for tuning in we love you a couple things before we get started with the episode today i got a new logo Thanks to Casey Scarborough. I hope I'm saying that correctly. You can find her on Instagram at Tattoos by Miss Casey, and there's a link to that in the description. I've also partnered up with Dr. Bruce Koloski. He's been been on my show before. He's going to be on my show coming up here to assist newer people with becoming board-certified past life regression hypnotherapists. And so if you would like to look into that there's a link in the description under become board certified with dr bruce koloski and he will give you a 25 percent discount on a board certified hypnotherapist past life regression training so if you're interested in that definitely hit him up and just let him know when you contact him that you heard about it from the regression session you can get that discount Today, I'm going to be giving you what you've all been wanting, a past life regression. Uh, This one I did with my good friend Fiona Harris, and Fiona is what you would call an advanced client, right? So she, this is not her first time being regressed. We were doing some work, and she agreed to let me share it on my podcast, and we do some energy work. We do some trauma clearing. We do a little bit of past life work, a little bit of everything. So this is more of an advanced regression. But it's very interesting because it shows how we can work around certain things. So without further ado, here is the regression with Fiona. All right. So that's going to be the intention. We're, we're going to find the source of... We'll just call it your fear of being seen. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Okay. So we're just going to do a quick body relaxation. And then, so just get comfortable. Nice deep breaths. We're going to stimulate that vagus nerve at the base of your spine. So pull the breath all the way from the top of the head. All the way down to the base of the spine. Just keep those deep breaths going for just a little bit. And then when you're ready, we're just going to start kind of unwinding from your toes up so just get 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 comfy get those deep breaths going again and now i want you to take 
just like a nice, big, big, deep breaths. Fill your lungs all the way up. And as you exhale, allow yourself to sink down into the sofa. Trusting that the sofa will completely support you on this journey. And once again, we're going to start to unwind from your toes. So just let any stress, any uncomfortable feelings unwind, almost like a corkscrew, just twisting off into space. Then moving up into the top of your foot, the bottom of your foot, relaxing and releasing. Moving up now into the shins and the calves. Moving upward into the hamstrings and the thighs. And you can allow those muscles that we've already released and relaxed to just get warm and heavy and comfortable. Now moving up into the lower back and the stomach and the abdomen. Release those tummy muscles and the back muscles, moving up into the chest and the upper back, into the base of the neck. We're going to pay special attention here. Lots of stress typically gets stored here. So just pay close attention and just release those muscles right at the base of your neck. Extending out to your shoulders. Down your arms. Into your forearms. The palms of your hands the backs of your hands and your fingers. Moving back up once again to the base of the neck. One more time, releasing any stress, getting any extra knots or kinks out. Moving up the back of the neck and the throat, releasing any muscles in the throat and the back of the neck into the jaw, your cheeks, your forehead, muscles around your eyes, moving up the back of your head, and finally the top of your head. Now I want you to take a nice deep breath. And I'm going to start to count down from 10 to 1. And as I count down, you're going to allow yourself to sink deep down, even deeper, into the sofa. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, getting deeper. 5, allow your body to double in weight. Or each word I say will take you deeper and deeper into a trance. Three, two, feeling completely heavy and relaxed. One, getting all the way to the bottom. And you may now enter into a comfortable, safe space. Let me know when you're at your safe space. I'm in there now. And where are you? It's that garden that I always have that has like a brick wall surrounding it. There's like a little fountain and a bench and flowers and stuff like that. There's a tree behind me. 
Beautiful. Is there anyone there with you this time? No, there's nobody there. Sorry, I suddenly had like the weirdest pain in my like left rib cage, but it's fine. Yeah, no, there's nobody there. Okay. It's that little kid. <clears throat> Cute. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to to pet the little kitten. I'm pretty sure I took one of those kittens once. <laughs> anyway, I want you to. We're we're gonna focus for a second here. Okay, I need you to just kind of once again deep breaths really help. So take a deep breath, and when you're ready, I need you to focus on the direction that this particular wound that we're trying to heal lies in and let me know which way it is like direction like like north south east west like or left right kind of thing whatever that means to you there's no wrong answer but we have to go somewhere to get to it wherever you're supposed to go let me know where is it you're you're supposed to be going to reach this particular wound I feel like I have to go straight up to the top of my head. Okay, okay, we're gonna go straight up from the top of your head in three, two, one. And I'm calling on Fiona's guides and my guides to assist us through this process. Assisting to keep Fiona safe and comfortable throughout this entire review. And Fiona, where is it that you're going now? I feel like I went up through my head out of the garden, but then I just seem to be suspended, like just in in midair. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So what are you aware of? Like what what's are there any sensations? Are there any awarenesses any emotions i feel i feel like in front of me there's layers of puzzle pieces and it's almost like each one is like maybe a compressed life that's compressed flat that actually looks like a puzzle piece um also and this is like me going out like total like left field um as we were doing all the deep relax relaxation things, there was already stuff starting to come up. And the first thing I was just like, I kept seeing water, like just almost like a still ocean or big, large lake or something. And then I started feeling um, stuff from this life. Like I smelled something from when I was a little kid. I don't know what it was, but it's almost like my mom was doing laundry and it could have been like the smell of, a laundry basket or plastic or something. And then, um, and this is where it's kind of weird. I can hear a man's voice, but it's actually like a gray, like it's, or it's like an ET. I can't see what he looks like. I think he's like one of the ones that has like a bigger head and I can hear his voice, which he probably doesn't really have a voice, but it's a voice in my head. Um, him like telling me that everything has to be very secret because I'm not supposed to tell like what's going on with them and so I just like hear his voice saying like no one can know about this right and so I feel like that gets mixed up with everything that that I do now like as a practitioner because I probably like still have him from my childhood like saying like this is a secret like you know you can't tell anyone like what what is happening here um so i don't even know if there's like a past life thing like i feel like a big thing is is just that secret so it's like another thing of like keep your mouth shut um so i feel like there was always keep your mouth shut and then my mom too keep your mouth shut don't tell anybody what's happening at home don't tell anyone about your dad so there's just like 
all these like compressed puzzle pieces of like keep your mouth shut you know you shouldn't be seen no one should know what's happening and there's definitely a feeling of like you'll get in big trouble if you show up or like if you let yourself be noticed okay that's what's coming up is that everything you know it's I think it's very good to, we, we tend to put these things behind walls. And the first step is to reach behind the wall and pull out everything. Yeah. If, is there anything else that there, you can sense? Yeah, I'm seeing. Um, and I think this might have to do with the water. So it looks like, um, like a seaside village, like probably in England or like, the UK um, I can see myself walking but I'm like seeing myself like from third person um, I've got just like a long dark dress and a black bonnet that is like the kind that comes up like that and then ties kind of like um, I would almost guess like 1840s just judging by what I'm seeing and just what I know for clothing Okay, is this like a puzzle piece you're seeing? I well, I, it must be one of those puzzle pieces. I think I think the puzzle pieces was just how I was seeing all the layers of the things that are like f-ing with me going, you know, going out and advertising or doing stuff, or even just being okay. seen in a group, like you know, like at a family get together. Um, so, are you still at the? Are you still at the space where you can see the puzzle pieces? No, I'm I'm see I'm on that street, seeing myself in the long dark dress. Okay. And it's along the wharf area, so like I I swear to God, it's lime. I hope lime's a seaside place because like lime, like L Y M E. Um. Is that like a city? It's a it's like a it's a port city. Or a port town. I don't know if it's a city. Um, I can see on my right, there's like shops. And there's like a window that has like all the little square panes of glass. Everything looks very, looks like everything's like gray stone. Or light colored stone. And I'm walking... I just see myself walking just along the street. And I feel like I knew people and maybe I talk to people. Okay. And is this where you're supposed to be right now to, to begin this healing? I assume so. Okay. It's just what I was shown. Okay. So once again, I'm just going to ask uh, Fiona's guides and my guides to step in and create a safe environment to experience this. And in this scene, is there anything else that you become aware of as you continue walking? I see a woman with flowery hands, like she's, maybe she's baking bread or something. She's kind of a larger lady. Um, I feel like she's in a store. Like I go into a store and she's like baking. Like maybe it's a bakery or something. <clears throat> mm, I'm I'm tying my bonnet. I think I might work there. I should not be working there with black clothes though. Okay, I'm just untying my bonnet and taking it off and sitting there and talking to her. Is the conversation important? I don't know. Everything's like very faint. So I'm, I feel. I feel like I'm not super deep. Like, it's so weird. Like, when I was seeing the puzzle pieces, there was like so much information. Or even when you were like just doing the relaxation, there was a lot of stuff coming at me. This past life memory of, you know, walking along this area doesn't feel strong. Like, I don't feel strong emotions. I don't feel like there's something big going on. Like it just feels like very normal. 
but I keep going to the water. Okay, let's, let's do this. I want you to just kind of put that, like press the pause button on that. And then we're going to just take some nice deep breaths again. Yeah. And we're going to ground ourselves. Maybe okay. count me down or something. Absolutely. I'm going to count you down. I want you to imagine yourself kind of floating above that past life's body. Okay. I'm going to count down from five to one. And as I count down, you're just going to slowly kind of lower down. And then just kind of like you're just filling out a glove. Okay. Five. Four. Lowering down. Allowing your outer body to just get nice and relaxed. Three, two, one, entering that experience. I don't know what's going on, but there's this guy with dark hair, like a dark mustache. I don't know if he's like a lover or partner or something. It's like I went above the city. And he was just like in a different part. As soon as I was aware of him, I feel like really strong emotions coming up. And okay, so are you you're now in the experience? And are you still in that little bakery shop? I don't know where I am. I'm just I'm going towards whatever this is with him. <sighs> It's so, definitely that it's definitely that fear of getting in trouble that I have. Okay. Well, if the emotions are too strong, no, we can are good. I'm okay. so good with this. You don't okay. need to worry about like safety or anything with me. This is like so perfect. Okay. Um, so just continue describing what's going on. This is this, this seems like a very important scene. <laughs> not even sure what I'm coming so it's okay I see like he's like is wearing red velvet so I don't know if he's like really wealthy or something because I feel like red velvet would just be an expensive thing um, um I just heard the word magistrate I don't know if he's a magistrate or if he's like talking about a magistrate <laughs> But it's it's definitely that feeling of um, getting in trouble for something. I'm not sure what it is. <sighs> and like, and who who are you? Who are you to to this uh, person? No. I don't know who he is to me. I, I feel like at one point he grabs my arm. It's almost like I'm taking you to the magistrate. You're going to be in big trouble. It's kind of like that energy that guy's giving me. He's slightly older than me, but not a lot older. I don't feel like this is witchcraft related because judging by what she's wearing, this is like early, mid 1800s, kind of like, let's say 1840s. There's no, like, I'm not going to be tried for witchcraft. It's, but it's something around that in a way, like, I don't know, like, I'm in trouble for something. And I feel like he's got the power of me, like, I can tell or not tell. I can take you to the magistrate or not. Like, I must have done something illegal. Well, um, I think when I went in that bakery and took my bonnet off and was sitting with her at it's almost like I felt safe there and maybe felt like I could talk to this to that woman, that baker. I don't know what I've done that's bad. Like I must have done. Oh. Okay. Not a hundred percent sure. But I may have been providing abortions or doing something illegal like that. And I've definitely had like a lot of like, I know in another past life I was providing abortions. And so there's like a lot of shame 
with whatever this is. Oh. Yeah. Like cult There's cultural me. shame. Oh yeah. Like I think I'm not totally sure. I may have caused a death with somebody. And so there's that feeling of, like, everyone in the city will hate me, right? Because I've done this, like, very bad thing. Like, it wasn't on purpose, obviously. Um, I think I'm going to pierce somebody's uterus or, I don't know. I guess not uterus. I've pierced, I've pierced something. Okay. Is there any other context from this scene or anything else that we need to observe here before we can move to the next most important scene? <clears throat> no. Okay. I'm going to count down. And then when we reach one, we're going to find ourselves in the next most important scene, knowing that we're safe and and grounded. Three, two, one. Finding ourselves in the next most important scene. So what's going on here? It feels like it might be a courtroom. I swear I just heard like the almost like the gavel sound, but in a very large open space, so it's more echoey. And I can hear people yelling. Um, I almost feel like I'm gonna be deported. <sighs> and I because I heard the word docks. And maybe maybe that's like a court word, like in the dock, or but I think they're also talking about going to the docks, um, being like cast out of my world. Oh yeah, that feels like really strong to me of like losing your entire community, like all your relatives, all the people you know, your street, your town, all of your memories are gone when you get deported. <sighs> I didn't realize how bad that was. It's like you lose the anchor of everything. It's like you yeah, lose. You're just uprooted. So, uh, what happens in this uh, trial, for lack of a better term? Well, I think I'm going to be deported. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's just follow the storyline. I just have to breathe for a second here. Okay, yep. Take a nice deep breath. <sighs> I literally can barely breathe. My nose is like so stuffy. I can't even blow it. <sighs> okay, deep breaths through the mouth. And then out the mouth. Make sure that you're getting enough air. Okay. And you can even pause. You can even pause the scene and allow those feelings to come through. Yeah. Okay. So oh my god, my nose is like popping. Oh. And whenever, whenever you're ready, we can just let me know. We can unpause that scene. Yeah. So I'm just noticing where in my body I'm feeling stuff. And as I notice those things, I'm starting to feel better. Wow. I have like tears going right down my neck. Okay, hang on. Yeah, take take your time. Yeah. And if we need to, we can actually pause the whole scene and we can work. Like if you're feeling like an emotional block or an energetic kind of a, like, like the, the clot we talked about, we can actually yeah. disseminate that and go back to it. That'll be a lot more healthy experience. Okay, so I feel right inside here there's 
a sharpness and a tightness. And what would you classify that as? Um, wanting to be open and connected with people has been like tight because I lost everything and everybody. So it almost feels like my heart chakra, like closes right down like i mean i know i actually have quite an open heart but on a different level i do definitely do have trouble like really connecting with people and so describe to me what that closing down looks like is it like the grinch whose heart is like three sizes too small or (laughs) or or what are we looking at yeah it feels like um it feels like an organ like it feels like let's say it was my actual heart it like atrophies and is dry and small and hard like a like a little dried up date or something it's like hard and small like a little nut okay so here i'm gonna i'm gonna run through a visualization with you okay so let me let me just as i'm talking i want you to just take some deep breaths i want we were gonna ground ourselves keeping our keeping this past life experience paused. Okay. Just for a minute. Now I want you to kind of focus on this for lack of a better term, like this date looking heart chakra, like this dilapidated shoveled up little energy center, right? It's still functioning, but it's having a hard time. It's like when you pluck a flower or or cut off a flower the nutrients stop flowing to that flower. Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to imagine that you've got like a really nice big flower pot full of compost and fertilizer. And I want you to take that energy center And I need you to just kind of command that energy center to grow some roots, even if they're little tiny, tiny roots, whatever you can manage. And then I need you to carefully plant it in that flower pot. And let me know when it's kind of nestled in there. It's nestled in there. And it's weird because as soon as I put it in there, like I could see, as soon as you started talking about the flower pot with the compost, I was like, oh yeah, it's going in there. Um, it didn't even need roots. The roots come after it's in there. I put it in there. And then it was weird because the soil and compost was there, but I could see like a thousand little tiny hands, like almost like supporting it. It's like the, the consciousness of all the soil and compost. It's it's conscious, right? Like every single quantum particle has consciousness and soil like wants to help a seed to grow and so it was like there was all these little hands like totally supporting that little that's perfect yeah so now we're gonna do the next step i want you to wherever you feel the strongest energy in your body okay wherever whatever part of you has the strongest energy my hands okay i need you to pull some energy from your hands and condense it into water and then water that seed. And that's going to be pure energetic watering, right? That's a pure energetic exchange. And that's going to charge up that, we'll call it like a heart chakra, right? It's going to nourish that. It's going to allow all that compost and, and soil to, to mix together and grow roots. And just focus on the, just I want you to turn all of your attention for just a for just a little while. Don't worry about telling me what's going on for a little bit. Don't worry about anything else. Just focus on growing that seed as much as it will grow. We don't need to rush it. Just remember time doesn't exist. Take as long as you need until you feel that that heart chakra has a really good foundation of roots that it's starting to look healthy. It's starting to thrive again. 
and just take some time and let me know when when you're ready for the next step. Because I have one more step that I want you to to do. Okay. So how is that heart chakra looking right now? So it still is like dark looking, but it's got roots. But what I feel around it is this incredible calm. It's like all the quantum particles that are surrounding this are calm. Good. Take that calmness. And I want you to spread it around to the bottom of your feet, tips of your toes, tips of your fingers, and top of your head. And it's not, as you spread it out, it's not like butter or anything like that where it gets thinner. It just multiplies. It's, it's not going to go away. It's not going to get thinner. In fact, as you spread it out, it's going to get even stronger. That beautiful calm. Remember Dark Skull in that one regression that we did? Yes. For the first time ever, my skull was just calm. Yes. That's what it is. It's dark body, but it's not dark. It's a weird calmness I've never experienced. Good. I want you, now that you feel this calmness, I want you to multiply it by two. And once it's multiplied by two, I want you to multiply that by two. And the second it hits that that second multiplication, it's going to exponentially multiply. Let it let it go until it almost like fills your body to the point where you can barely take it. Well, no, I Let me know when you filled filled up your entire system with it, and then you start to have excess. There's no excess of calm. No. It's perfect. But we can take anything that we don't immediately need to use and we can actually condense it and add it right back into the soil for that heart chakra. Yeah, it's stillness and safety. Good. Add any any extras that you can spare right into the soil for that heart chakra and nourish that with that safety, calm, comfort. Can you hear my stomach grumbling? Yeah. I'm in rest and digest. It's perfect. I just felt a wave of heaviness, let's say, just lifted right off my entire body. Good. Let it go. Say goodbye to it. Yeah, it's gone. And then let me know when you feel that that seed has the perfect foundation, it's protected, it's safe, I want you to move it to your safe place. Put it in your garden. Take that whole pot and put it in your garden so that it will just grow in that safe place and it will be completely protected and safe. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Okay, do you know the the plant bleeding hearts? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite plants in the whole world. So I just planted that seed and it's a bleeding heart. So it just immediately grew? Yeah. Yeah. It's just there. Beautiful. No, I didn't have one of those. I have all my favorite flowers from my childhood are in that garden, but I never, 
put bleeding hearts there, which is like one of my favorite flowers. Yeah, it's there. Well, great. Now it can thrive and it can grow and it can get massive and <sighs> it can be in your safe place. And whenever you're ready, we can return back to that experience and unpause and go through it and, and knowing that we'll be safe and that we've healed this wound. And all that's left to do is to just heal the past you. Um, can you count me down into that place? Yeah, absolutely. So I want you to kind of position yourself above that paused scene. And this time I'm going to count from 10 to 1 and just slowly lower yourself down again like you're slipping into a glove. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, lowering down into the body of the past life. 4, 3, stretching out into that experience. 2, 1, embodying that experience. And unpause. Mm -hmm. So I'm the matron of the women's prison that I'm in is talking to me and she's telling me about Australia. And she's like, it's a terrible place and you're going in. And she's being like really mean about it. But I feel just because we did all this healing already, I feel like more ambivalent about the whole thing. It's like, okay, like I've already done a bunch of healing around this. Did that pass to you feel ambivalent about it or was she nervous? No, she was like, felt horrible. <gasps> but now I feel better as I'm watching the scene. She probably is scared as this woman's telling her this stuff. She probably feels terrible, but I'm a little bit detached from that feeling now because I released it. Yeah, that's totally fine. Our goal now is to complete the scene and give that past you some healing once it's completed with the experience. That way we have a holistic healing versus just healing current Fiona. So what happens? So just kind of press, you know, how on like an old VHS, you can just fast forward and make it go a little bit faster. Well, okay, it's happening. Okay, I'm going to have emotions again, I think. That's okay. Um, we're walking up like the gangplank onto the ship and I just turn and look at my home as we leave like at my country at my place I feel the boat just move and my heart feels like it's just left there and now I don't have a heart so then I just kind of go into like a dead feeling I can actually feel the boat moving I don't even feel waves. I don't feel, I don't feel like the waves. I feel like a physical, like as if we're like floating away from, from England. And all the bodies of all my ancestors and relatives are just, I'm moving away from them. And there's like, this forced detachment happens. And, and you and you feel as if your heart was left there. Yeah, I feel like my heart was left there. Okay, let's just let's just pause for just a minute. So we you know how we took that that plant and we planted it in your safe place. Yeah. And it brought it sprouted into this beautiful bleeding heart plant. Yeah. Can you take a seed from that bleeding heart plant and 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 do the same thing for your past self that's on this boat? So bleeding hearts, it's really hard to grow them from seeds, but you can actually take like a piece of like the the rhizome or whatever, like the root part. So I've just taken like I've just taken like a piece of the actual plant. Yeah, and they go really well when you do that. So I've just well, given Yeah, that just take take a her. piece of that plant and and give that past part of you a new heart I actually want to take her off the boat she just really wants to go to this graveyard that's like a little church graveyard where all of her relatives are yeah take her there yeah she just wants to be there 
Um, she wants to be buried there. Is, is she, like, ready to be buried? She must be, because she's at the graveyard wanting to be buried, so I want to take her bones. I don't know, like, where they are. Right, but it's an energetic thing. You can yeah. you can energetically place her in this graveyard with her family. Yeah, so I'm just going to take her. She wants to be buried beside her mom. Oh, I think that baker was her mother. So I just have, like, this grave built and done. I'm just putting her bones in there and she's like just standing with me just filling it up and I want to plant that um, bleeding heart on top of her her grave so I'm putting that on there and I'm just saying to her like you belong here like you belong here this is your place okay her mom is coming in now And what does her mom have to say? Her mom is just going up to her and hugging her. So I'm actually standing back and watching them hug. And I think her mom, her mom knew and was kind of supportive of it. It's like a thing, like women did this for each other. and It was a way to make money, right? Um, so her mom's not forgiving her. But she kind of is. It's almost like that when you forgive someone for something that wasn't their fault and they say, I'm sorry for something that wasn't like, she's just saying, I'm sorry I got deported. I'm sorry I wasn't there, you know, for your old age. I'm sorry I wasn't there when you died. I'm sorry that we didn't get to see each other again. And they're both just kind of like, I'm sorry, I forgive you for anything kind of thing. Um, She's just hugging her. And now it's like raining quite heavily in the graveyard and they're just like walking away and I can hear the rain like hitting the leaves hitting um a slate roof and going down like a little gutter and, and they're, so, going, they're going into the church and and they're are they leaving you is this yeah, part of you just ready to kind of yeah go where yeah. she's supposed to go yeah, I don't need to go into the church. I'm, I'm not even meant to. They're going into the church because they're religious. And they're going in to, like, do something religious, like forgiveness for abortions or whatever it is, right? I don't need to do that part. Now, how, how are you feeling at this point? How's Fiona feeling at this point? Fiona feels like really good like i i feel like kind of like in between my belly button and rib cage it feels a little raw but it feels like good raw in a way it's almost like stuff has come out of there like if you had surgery it's gonna hurt there a little bit right so i feel a bit of rawness yeah. but it's like an okay rawness um here i feel very open i feel a lot of relief Good. We're going to do one more thing, okay? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Oh, go ahead. Um, All the people are in the church. All of the people that were, like, part of her community are welcoming her in the church. That must be nice for her, a nice, a nice reunion. Oh, yeah. Everyone is just, like, attaching to her kind of do you know what i mean like she's in there and everyone's open-hearted everyone's just like you know we love you um oh a bunch of the women that she did give abortions to are just all kind of coming around and saying like no like thank you you know you might have i might have died in childbirth if you didn't help me and yes this one woman did die um I think the woman that died, it's funny because I can see her with blood. I can see her, um, this woman, she has dark hair. She's young. She's probably like maybe 19 or 20. Um, she's lying in a bed and there's a lot of blood. Like she's hemorrhaged for sure. She's hemorrhaged. Um, so my past self is going 
to that woman's death scene. And she's just sitting with her and just holding her hand and just kind of saying, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry that I did this. But then the woman who's like lying there in a puddle of blood dead just kind of opens her eyes and is and is talking at a more soul level saying, this is how we had to do things back then. You know, like that's, this is how women survive. More women died in childbirth, you know, than, than a lot of the abortions that they were providing. Um, and she's just like, it's okay. Like we're eternal. You didn't actually really kill me because I'm talking to you right now and you're talking to me. So um, they're just, they're, um, they, they have an understanding. And, and there's, the woman's all saying like, there's no, there's, I don't need to forgive you. There's nothing to forgive. So they're good. <sighs> and I can like move back from that whole scene. Okay, are you is there anything else that we need to see from that life? No. Okay, beautiful. No. So I want you, I'm gonna count from three to one and one idea. I want you to kind of go back up to the point where you saw those puzzle pieces. Three, two, one. What's that looking like now? Um it just looks like layers of puzzle pieces. Like that's almost like, you know, when people are like, Oh, I'm looking at the Akashic records or, Oh, I'm looking at my, the way my life is like, my lives are laid out. I'm just seeing that it's just compressed lives. It was almost like I was picking out from those lives. So there's nothing specific to see. I just see them all. Okay. So there's nothing that we need to do with that puzzle. Mm, I don't think so. Are there any other pieces that are calling to you that we need to address at this point? Yeah. Yeah. I need to talk to um, that ET. Okay. Find that puzzle piece. Okay. So I touch a puzzle piece that sticks out to me. It's just a thin layer, right? But when I touch it, there's like a really bright light um, and almost like a sound, you know, when you can hear a light humming almost, mm -hmm. I hear that sound. And I also see like a blue, a blue light. And I see that ET who I've seen before. So he's got a big white head. Um, and he's kind of like the one in charge so when I was a kid, I called him Mushroom Head. <laughs> All right, yeah, Mushroom Head. You told you told me about him before. You about him before. Um, I feel like I almost feel like I need to like ask him permission for, or I mean, I, so I it's almost like as an adult, I just have to say to him like, I need to do this work. You trained me to do what I'm doing. Like, like I think that was my interaction with ETs. It wasn't like I was, they were doing experiments on me or impregnating me or anything like that. It was more like <coughs> they're probably doing psychic things. I don't have memories of it, but I have a knowing that they were doing psychic stuff, which is why from the age of three, I was obsessed with psychic things. Right. So probably to bring me to where I am now, but almost like a parental figure, I need to work out with him that what he was saying to me back then doesn't pertain to me now. I don't need to keep things a secret now. So I need to, he almost glows blue in a way. Like he's white, but there's like a blue glow to him too. And I just want to like say to him, like, when you made me keep that secret, that f***ed with my head. Because kids shouldn't have to keep secrets. It's not fair. No. And maybe, you know, probably on a soul level, we made the plan that that was all going to happen. I get that. And so obviously he would have to say, like, don't tell people about this. They'll think you're crazy or whatever. But I just need to say to him, like, that, that, that f***ed with my head.
I had too many secrets to keep at a really young age and it was really hard on me and it really like shut me down. Um, and I'm just kind of talking to him as I'm describing this to you, right? So I just want to say to him, like, can you support me in being more open with what I do? Is that okay? Um, what does he have to say about that? He doesn't talk. He doesn't say anything. Like, I don't even know if I'm actually, like, really connected or talking with him. I'm just seeing him. <coughs> um, maybe he's just listening. Maybe it's just a picture of him. I don't know. Um, do you want to try to connect with him? Or do you are you okay with right now? I'd like, to try, I'd like to try to connect with him. Okay, wait. So I hear him say, I'm sorry, but we did what had to be done. And I'm like, okay, I get that. And, and I don't hate any, I don't hate any of that that happened to me. I actually feel okay with it all. Um, it did make me feel special, I think, you know, especially because in my regular life, I was not special at all. So, and even like having all of that kind of psychic interest and having all the experiences I had through my life definitely was a bonus to me. And, and it made me feel special to myself. So I'm just kind of saying to him, like, thank you for that. And as I say that, I actually, like, hug him and have affection towards him, even though he doesn't have affection. He's just, like, letting me do it. He's like, yeah, whatever, you can hug me. I'm not going to hug you back because I don't do that. So I'm just hugging him and thanking him for whatever training or help or knowledge they gave me. Um and and that piece of you that that felt like no i have to keep this a secret can you can you just let that little like thank that part of yourself for working so hard to keep that secret that little, that little th the little 3 year old that little 4 4 or yeah, 5 year old yeah that little toddler she's wearing, she's wearing her little pink nightgown i remember that nightgown yeah. so i want to take her to my garden yeah and then just let her experience being a kid and then when let her go play and whenever mm -hmm. she's ready just let her go off to to be a kid and or reincorporate or go wherever yeah. she needs to well, be i'm gonna say to her um you can tell me anything i'm the person you can tell your secrets to and you will never be in trouble for anything you can tell me anything wow so it was really hard for me to be able to even pick up things from my past because she was such a good secret keeper I'm having that guy come in, that bubble head, mushroom head guy come in. And I want him to tell her that she's allowed to talk now. And actually, I'm leaving the two of them in my safe place. There, he's, he's letting me know that he's going to talk to her. He's going to work with her. He's going to say to her, you know what? It's safe to talk. Or it's safe to remember stuff. It's safe to talk. Yeah. I think I may be done, Ian. Okay, we're gonna do one more thing. Okay. Okay. I like that. I'm gonna count. I'm gonna count. We're gonna. I'm gonna count down. But as I count down, you're gonna leave your your hypnotic body behind, and you're gonna float up into into the clouds. Okay. Five. Four. Three, two, one, up into the clouds. Let me know when you're there. I'm in the clouds. <clears throat> All right. I want you now in the distance, just kind of, a, I need a, like manifest, right? I need you to manifest like an archery target. Okay. Let me know when you can see it. I can see it. Okay. Now I want you to kind of dig around inside your energetic system and pull any like residual pieces, like little f crumbs or flakes of any of that fear that you felt, any of that hesitation, any of those things that were preventing you before, and just any like little residual stuff, like take that stuff and sh just load it up right in the center of that archery target and let me know when you get all of it. 
Okay, so I put it in like a weird plunger and I like put that in the bow and went. Okay, so okay, good. So now it's in the archery target, right? All that negative stuff. Okay, so in a moment, I'm going to make this sound. And when I make that sound, you're going to, you yourself are going to launch straight through the center of that target. And you're going to destroy all of that fear and all of that negative stuff that's been holding you back. But you need to be brave because just for a millisecond, when you pass through that target out to the other side, you're going to feel all that those little crumbs of negativity twice as hard as you did before. But after you feel them twice as hard, they're going to be gone forever. Watch yourself through and let me know when you come out the other side into the most beautiful, wonderful, safe, gorgeous place. Whoa, I'm big now. <laughs> I got so big. I'm and like a now. Well, good. And now I want you, now that you're floating in this space, I need you to just kind of, as this big version of Fiona, just kind of tell your outer body or ask your outer body and, and the cells in your outer body to make the changes necessary on a physiological microscopic level so that you never will feel those feelings again so that it's physically impossible for you to feel those particular feelings that we just destroyed ever again and and take as much time as you need but let me know when those physical changes have taken place Okay, beautiful. Now, is there anything else? Oh, I can't feel anything else. Okay. So I want you to make your way back down into your hypnotic body. And then I'm going to count from 1 to 10, and we're going to come back out. Don't forget to say goodbye to the little cat. And... Begin making your way out. One, two, three, coming up. Four, five, six, becoming aware of the couch and your surroundings. Seven, wiggle your fingers and toes. Eight, nine, coming out to full consciousness. And ten, fully aware and back in the room that's it for today's episode i would like to thank fiona for once again letting me share one of her cool past life regressions on my show and i would also like to thank you for tuning in don't forget to check out at tattoos by miss casey on instagram give her a follow she does fabulous work and she's a super rad person don't forget to check out drkoloski.com if you're interested in becoming a board certified past life regression hypnotherapist or clinical hypnotherapist. You can get 25% off the board certification training. If you're interested in coming on to my show to share your uh, past life experience or your knowledge on any metaphysical topic or just shoot the breeze with me about this metaphysical stuff shoot me an email my email is the regression session at gmail.com and i would love to have you on the show
Shining by the light of the day.